tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh! Hey, beasties! All I have to say is, holy beast, Batman! What a huge episode! Welcome to After Buzz TV Buzzers. I'm Ali Kona Bradford, joined by the beautiful Janisha. Hi, guys. And yes, we have a huge episode to break down. Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget to join the conversation by tweeting at us. I'm at Boys and Beauty 01. And this right here is. You guys Janisha can at- find me at Janisha underscore Miss VI on Instagram and Twitter. Tweet me. Tweet me. Yes. And don't forget to hashtag join our conversation. Be a co host with us. Hashtag ABTVBATB. Now let's get into the conversation. So the first topic I want to talk about this evening is Heather. Because Heather never, she's always one a spectrum or the other for me. She's either, oh, so understanding or oh my God, girl, be quiet. And <laughs> today I, I liked her. I loved Heather this episode. She was such a great support yeah. system to, to Kat, who was all over the place. Emotionally, she was, up, down, everywhere, but calm, even though she, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she was just way stressed out. And if anything, I know Liam referred to yin and yang between the beast and the lover, but I feel like Heather was almost the yin to the yang this evening. Definitely. I mean, most of the time, you know, I feel like JT comes in with the answers to most of the things. And this episode, we see that JT has a lot going on himself. So I think that Heather filled that void a little bit. Yes. You know, with all her research and all of that stuff, I thought that was like just incredible to see her just jump on board and help out in, in a really great way that they needed this episode. And I think, you know, maybe she'll be part of the team more efficiently right. now. Well, so. she's like, she's earning her way, exactly. you know? Um, <laughs> what was interesting to me though is when she went to London and she said, I was at a wedding and I'm going, Oh, Uh-oh. here we go. More <laughs> wedding stuff. But I wonder what possessed her while she was in London to say, you know what? I think I'm just going to research for my sister and for Vincent. Listen, whatever it is, I'm happy she did because she, to me, for the most part, saved the day f- with a lot of the information that she brought forward. So, yeah. Absolutely. I- I'm happy that she she did that research. Shout out to you, Heather. Yay. Yeah. And, and I like <laughs> the way she put it, too. Uh, somewhere in the middle episode when they were in the car together, Heather had said something to Catherine. And just as Catherine is losing her mind and, and worrying and looks like a vein is about to pop out of her forehead. <laughs> Heather said, well, you know, on the bright side, at least you know if you make it through this, you'll be done with this whole humanity versus beast primal instinct, what have you nonsense. Yeah, I thought I thought she made an excellent point when she said that because, you know, there. She, I feel like Kat obsesses with the fact that Vincent might cross that line, but at that you point... Think? I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> a, valid, a valid reason to be stressing, yeah. but I do think that if their love really stand will stand the test of time, you have to let Vincent out of your 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 reins. Like you have to let him be a man and, and discover that on his own, you know? So I think it's it's another thing that we see um we see Liam pointed out, Oh, your leash, you know, she's yeah. pulling your you know, she she has you by the leash and I think again, this episode allowed 
allowed Vincent to spread his wings and just be him and make his own decisions. And, you know, I, I just, I really want to see him just do his thing without Kat right. breathing down his neck. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because it just made me realize right now that I feel like she was more a mother in this episode than she was a lover. Yeah. And it does. Sometimes it gets frustrating and annoying. And like you said, it's, she's got a right to be upset and stressed out. But at some point, she does need to think independently. Because if you are part of a team, yes, be considerate of the other person. But at the same time, you need to be able to focus and function so that way you're able to do what you're supposed to do to make this work. Exactly. And I and I feel like we were supposed to be past this codependency point. We were here. You know, they went through the council. They went through yeah. all of this, and you guys are still kind of. Well, I feel like Catherine is really the one who has been, you know, pushing the. He had like she has to be there and protect him. Just let the man be, <laughs> right? Isn't that taking away his manhood? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like you know they went through this 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 episode, and now I think Cat will let him do his thing a little more. I hope. Right, right. I hope. You know, I'm I'm gonna continue on this episode, and I hate to do this, but just one throwback to last week that made me go, oh, at one point she was bickering at him and Vincent had to be like yo stop (laughs) and it was like that was such an amazing moment where I'm like yeah you checked her so this episode I mean he didn't check her necessarily but he was freely independently thinking and he did his own thing especially when he jumped out the window after Liam to to talk to him and figure out what's really going on I liked when he said specifically trust me and then he was like trust us you know like come on Kat you gotta at this point you gotta trust a little bit and I think now after seeing all of this happen this episode I think she she will give him that trust yeah hashtag don't suffocate the trust Please don't suffocate him. But let's talk about also, too, Liam, I felt like a huge theme in this episode this Mm -hmm. evening was, come on, crossing over, brother. And he really was using the fact that love has weakened your senses and, and him throwing the fact that he didn't even realize that JT was dying because he's been so distracted. Yeah. And we'll touch on that. But really, okay, Liam, Mr. Beast... How come you didn't realize that Vincent wasn't a beast the first time you met him? So maybe your senses aren't all there. I agree, you know, but I I also think that I like how uh, Vincent kind of had all of us going and trying to, at least he had me going, trying to figure out if he was going to be, you know, crossing over and being a part of Liam's Liam's team instead of like, you know, being and crossing over and being that beast rather than being, you know, you know, the human Vincent that we have all grown to love. Um, I I, I like how he kind of egged him along this entire episode and, you know, had us kind of guessing to whether or not he'll be, you know, back and forth. Uh, But yeah, I think Vincent did a good job, you know, playing both sides definitely Absolutely. I honestly I never thought he was going to cross over to me it wasn't a situation an issue not once but it was interesting for me to watch Liam try to hook and reel him in by just little I give him props he didn't lay it on thick at first he mm-hmm. just did it here and there yeah, you know yeah. they play pool and he's like well you know you should have been doing this or you should have been doing that you know you can't make that jump unless you beast out. Does, oh, like, doesn't he remind you of like uh, a hating uh, best friend or yes, something that? Yeah, like if like his best friend was in a relationship, was like, oh, you're doing all of this. Let your girl, like you know, like the yeah, hating bachelor. Yeah, yeah. So. I, it very much reminded me of him trying to do a whole bromance thing. Definitely. And you know, we actually got a tweet from one of our co-hosts, our Twitter co-host Carrie Bear 9 says, "Do you think Liam is really jealous?" Yes. yes, I think Liam is jealous. A, we got to see the fact that he's a bitter Betty when it comes to love. 
And obviously, like, we find out the backstory, but he had had his heart broken. And even Vince said, whoa, when he, like, <laughs> let that whole word vomit out about love is this and love is that and blah, blah, blah. And then you just are left with yourself again. And you're like, geez, who's so salty? <laughs> right. Who ran over your heart twice and, like, threw it out the window? Goodness. I mean, it, it was so evident that he had his heart broken or right. for whatever the case would be. And it did make me start to think about, you know, the past with Alistair and Rebecca. For some strange reason, it was, like, hints here and there coming yeah. from him that kind of, you know, brought me back to that. Like, yeah, he got his heart broken. And this is where why all of this is happening. Um, I, I did want to ask, uh, well, Billy Jean Girl is asking. Uh, were you worried that Vincent might go bad and join Liam in this episode? I know we just touched on it, but for a split second, when he made that jump and he was like, whew, I was like, uh-oh, he liked this a little too much. Oh, I thought <laughs> it was like, a, oh, that hurt my elbow. No, he was like, Whoa. oh, oh thank God amazing. I made it. <laughs> That's how I took it. Like, oh, I made it. I didn't miss the building. I'm alive. You know, but the, what I thought was very interesting is, to me, that isn't anything out of the ordinary. Maybe Vincent was just playing it up, but it's not like Vincent hasn't jumped out of windows before Liam came along, and Liam made it feel like, or seem as though, the only way you can access these things is every time you do it, you lose a piece of your love, and you step a little bit further away from Catherine, and that's the only way you can really truly be primal, so come be primal with me. I never thought that he's that he was losing his senses and in, in, or his strengths as a beast in any shape or form I just feel like it's suppressed and you know he really has to get he, he has a lot more patience now it takes a lot more for him to beast out right that's what I've always gotten from Vincent so I mean just to kind of have have Liam taunting him I was like I mean does Vincent really feel that way you know yeah well that's just the actor being a good actor oh, and acting go. some more <laughs> huh um what did you think about Leon's whole proposal? So we, we get to a point where, first of all, the irony, and I didn't catch it till I, I watched the show twice, by the way. Um, the second time around, when Vincent and Catherine at the beginning of the show, they're walking down the hallway and having the conversation, because you know, Catherine's freaking out about being primal, and Vincent's like, calm your mess. Mm-hmm. I just got caught off a of guard. It won't happen again. And then they open the door, and then there's JT on a noose. And, and they're like, it Liam's just, inside, just happened like, again. First of all, why hasn't Kat moved yet? <laughs> I'm sorry, because like know, everyone yeah. knows where she lives, and everyone's Who always knows? breaking into her place and always doing some crazy stuff to them. I honestly, I thought that something was going to happen because they were at the door a little too long. Just lingering. Just lingering and having a full conversation. I was like, okay, when this door opens, something's going to be up. I don't know what it is. I was surprised that it was JT and Liam. Yeah. I thought maybe it had something to do with Heather. And speaking of which, you know, maybe I'm jumping a little bit, but I also thought when they... When uh, when Cat and Vincent went for a walk and left Heather by herself, I was like, "Why would we do this?" You know what's funny? <laughs> I thought something was going to happen to Heather. I mean, <laughs> my dirty mind. Okay, so when when Vincent looks over at Catherine and he says, "You want to go for a walk?" I was like, "Ooh, he wants to do the dirty. He's just trying to like get away from Heather." I think you just want to see them do the dirty. <laughs> she does. She's been begging every episode, guys. Come on. <laughs> Just saying. I thought that that was, you know, they yeah. were relieved. We had a good episode. Yeah. We, we we got rid of whatever. We got some time. Let's enjoy ourselves. True. Yeah. True. But I, I was frightened. I was like, why would we leave Heather alone? Liam knows where you live. He got in no problem last time. Like, right. So I was a little freaking out. Maybe I'm just a little paranoid because Liam's just a scary dude to yeah. me. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, anyways, oh, going back to where I was actually heading with the conversation <laughs> was really, what did you think of Liam's proposal as far as him? Did you believe him when he said, hey, DHS has my blood and I need your help? And I'm like, why the, Why do you really need his help? You're yeah. strong. You really don't need his help to open that door. And you have all this dynamite. I thought it was bogus from the beginning. Yeah. However... It was interesting to see them working working together. I mean, I I felt, of course, that Liam had ulterior motives from the jump, but I I'm also happy that he laid off a JT for a little bit, <laughs> and you know, bought them some time to figure out what his agenda was. That's that's my whole thing. So, um, I I just knew he, he it was bogus from the beginning, definitely. Yeah, he's, he's really, just a sketchy dude, just so sketchy. <laughs> I would say really quickly, one of our co-hosts, I am Sinead. I feel bad because JT is always the one being tortured, isn't he? Though, but that's yeah. the price you pay when you're best friends with the beast, apparently. And he's a very loyal friend at that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about JT. Actually, thank you for segueing us into that topic because a lot of things were going on with JT. Yeah. And poor baby, he's always trying to handle his battles solo because he's taking one for the team, constantly putting the Why, team though? ahead. Why? Stop he- taking it for the team. You're. Could, and, and it pisses me off because I feel JT's problems and concerns are so valid and so important. And constantly swept under the rug. Yes. Why do we always, I mean, of course, Vincent and, you know, the whole beast and cat and the whole beast thing is overall is the biggest problem, but you have real issues. Like you're about to die. You're right. bleeding out your nose every two right. seconds. Like that's important. It's <laughs> stupid. Just bleeding out your nose. <laughs> Come on. Like but, seriously. Yeah. No, it, I hate when he does that and I hate that he feels like he can, he can figure it all out. On all his on his own. own. When if he reaches out, maybe you know somebody can help him. You know, put a piece of the puzzle that he's trying to figure out. Vincent is a doctor. Hello, something. You know, you can't do it all on your own. Like you have a team and you have friends for a reason. Use right. them. You know, right. the same way they use you, use them. That's right. what I feel. Right. So. Great point. Yeah. Great points. Right. Um, did you think that it was okay that he was hiding it from Tess? No. At this point, we we were talking the entire uh, season about the communication between the two. Right. Why would you do the same thing that she was doing to you, keeping stuff from you or or, or holding back what she really thinks or feeling or going through? Like, don't do that to her. Like, this right. is this is the biggest the biggest thing when it comes to relationships is communication and trust, of course. But communicate. Well, <laughs> well, and in the instance, for whatever reason, we know this is not going to happen, right? But. In the instance that he doesn't find a cure and he truly is dying, why would you not tell the person that you love when you know because A, you're going to catch them completely off guard. That's 10 times worse than at least letting them prepare and spend time with you. Exactly. Time is of the essence at this point. If you are about to drop, drop dead, sorry. (laughs) You know, you would want to spend your last moments with your girl. Right. And then, you know, you don't want Tess over here working on cases and you're about to cry. Thank you. And you're at work. How mad would she be at herself for the rest of her life? Don't do that. Yeah, that, that, if that was my boyfriend, I would whoop his butt. I'm just saying. But I mean, there was a few times, okay, so when she was, she's not stupid, right? And she's going to the house and helping him try to figure out this whole gemstone situation. Right off the bat, she's like, okay. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> and then when he's got all the vitamins and the, and she's still like, dude, no, seriously, what's going on? Uh, nothing. And, and then she's like, are you really doing this right now? Are you really going to do this? I just uh, found it out. It was so funny that she went into full detective mode right there, right then. I was like, yeah, she's such a detective. Right? <laughs> she's like snooping. Okay, what's up? You have the blood. You're here checking yourself every day. Yeah, something's up. Talk to me. Talk to right, me. Right, <laughs> right. Don't ever date a detective. Yeah. <laughs> you will have all your secrets found out. You better hide all of it. Right. <laughs> no, but um, I'm happy that she did, though. 
Yeah. Um, you know, because I, I, I think it was terrible that he was holding it, you know, like just not telling her what's going on. Right. Like that's, that's crazy. I, I would have been pissed. You know, what was my first before JT even came out with the whole he's dying situation from, from off the top. When we established that JT could not remember where the gemstone was, to me, it seemed very uncharacteristic of JT in general, because to me, he seemed so organized with, especially with his work, right? So if you're organized with your work, how would you forget something as important as where a gemstone is that is like the kryptonite for beasts? So already, I, I was like, mm, mm, something's off. Yeah. I mean, on top of that, though, I feel like they emphasize on the fact that he did forget. I mm-hmm, think if they were mm-hmm. focused on it. So I'm curious to know if, you know, him having that that loss of memory might have something to do, might have something that ties in with, you know, his current situation of him being sick. So I don't know. I think we'll find out a little later, but I do think his loss of memory has something to do with something. So, you know what? I had actually gotten a prediction in my inbox on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, I'll try to find it because I feel like I might say your Twitter handle wrong and I don't want to. But while I'm looking for that, I will just say that the prediction in general was what if JT is actually going to eventually have some sort of superpower and it's just him evolving? And my response was like, well, maybe his brain is expanding and there's not as much room. So that's why his nose is bleeding. Terrible prediction, but you know, um, let me, ah, it's okay. I think it was Celio and I don't know if I said your Twitter handle right. So if I said it wrong, I'm so sorry. Anyhow, but that was just one of, one of our, our beastie friends had made Uh, mention of that. Billy Jean girl 18. She has another question for us. Mm -hmm. She wants to know where we worried that JT and Tess were going to break up again for a split second. Really? Yes, when they were arguing and she snatched, she was like, really? And she grabbed the gem out of his hand. I was like, ah, maybe have like a minor little, mm, no. I don't think so. Only for the mere reason that whatever it was mm. had to do with his health. Okay. And and it's enough to make you worry, but I don't think, or me personally, I wouldn't break up with somebody at that True. point because if something really serious was going on, the last thing you want to do is leave, leave that them. person yeah. and then regret it because you find out something bad happened. Valid point. I, I guess I just thought about the argument and a lack of communication right. at that point. Right. Yeah. But I do love that at the end of the episode, she said to JT and it's like she had to ram that one into his brain. I care about you. I love you. And for him, he was like, yeah, but you didn't really, really love me till I had these superpowers. And she's like, no, stupid. Oh, she went off on him. Yeah. I love the tears. Oh, my goodness. That was just like seeing Tess really feel and really right. love JT. And I was like, wow, okay, I really believe in your romance right, right now. Right, yeah. You know, this ep- this season in general has been very interesting for me personally in the whole JT and T relationship because in season two is when they established that they had this liking towards each other and they slept together. There hasn't been much of that. And no, I'm not just trying to get people to sleep with each other on this episode. You, you, you sure? You sure? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I am sure. Okay, okay. But in their relationship, it's, I don't know, just such a different feel in the romance situation. Like, we're establishing all these emotional aspects of relationship, whether it be Vincent and Kat or JT and Tess, but none of it seems to be that passionate I don't know, um, like that sexual tension. Which, and do you think that, I think that's great. No, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just different yeah, from what it was yeah. before. Maybe it's because we have different directors that infiltrate here and there. We have different people working with the production team to change things, but it's just the vibe has changed so much. It's more, to me, it's more of like they've been together for a while. It's a real relationship versus this, like the lusty and, you know, just right. jump, jump on each other type, type of vibe. I think it's more like they're, 
these are real situations. I think they're valuing each other's time and, you know, showing real emotions towards each other. Not necessarily, you know, like you said, sexual tension, but it, maybe they're just a little past that point. And when things get a little, I don't know. I don't know. I still think it's a little early. They they need to be jumping on, on each other. That's just my opinion. But I mean, it's it's interesting to see them just kind of have have a more one-on-one uh, without the sexual attention and it just be more of, you know, I love you and I genuinely have feelings for you and they're caring and they're talking and the community. Right. Yeah, I like it. Right. Uh, well, you know, speaking of love, the one person that has not gotten any love Heather. this episode, or not episode, this whole season is Heather. Mm-hmm. But when she, okay, when we were establishing the fact that Liam was 200 years old, guys, um, <laughs> she was scrolling through her phone to show the picture of him, right? And she said, I knew he looked familiar. I swear I thought she was going to say he was a buddy of her ex-fiance. Yeah, you've been you've been waiting for that to yes. come up. <laughs> that man is going to show up. He will show up before the end of the season. I just think we need to get Heather a boyfriend. Can, can we get Heather a boyfriend, please? <laughs> just somebody. It would be nice. It would be, It'd be nice. nice. Hopefully, by, and we have two episodes left. Maybe, you know, she'll find somebody. Maybe Kat and Vincent will get all married and stuff. And JT and Tess could be I hope they get married after all this. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> it's been a lot. Yeah, I mean, they almost got married, but... It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Damn you, Liam. <laughs> I know. And Juliana. <laughs> well, whatever. You know, okay, so I don't know if I'd mentioned this earlier. If I did, I sometimes I repeat myself. But when we were talking about Liam being jealous, and I was trying to figure out his purpose, when we were having this conversation and, and we're figuring out the DNA of his is the same as Helen's, only in ancestral form, why is he a part of this? And why is he a part of the destiny, right? And I thought, okay, he's obviously a bitter lover. Mm-hmm. And here's Catherine, who directly represents Rebecca, his past love. And then here's Vincent, who represents Alistair, who I'm assuming, we don't know the full story, or maybe I missed it. Might but, be an ancestor as well. What do you think? Well, no, I think that it, it could be a revenge thing. Like, you represent the guy who maybe stole Rebecca away from me. So since I couldn't kill him, or maybe he wasn't responsible for that, I don't know. But it's like, I feel like he feels the need to divide their love as a revenge to whatever happened, and maybe we'll find out in the future, between him and Rebecca, definitively. What do you think about, you know, um, Liam's relationship with the Ellingsworth? What do you think his motive is with them? You know, they made mention of it, and I, off the top of my head, I don't remember what that mention was, and I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, we have a question here. Um, oh, just going back, sorry, back a topic would be, I am Sinead says, I have yet to see JT&T get real passionate. Heather deserves more love. I agree. <laughs> we agree. Um, <laughs> let me see if actually I can find that because I remember I watched it and I rewatched it just to figure out what the connection was with Helen outside the fact that she thought that he was a savior with money. Uh, but she said he was a savior to our family. We were in a financial crisis. He helped us out. He's my brother. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it was a little weird. Him. To me, she gave me such a creep vibe. Uh, apparently, she's supposed to be a saint, <laughs> according to yeah. to um, Kat. But she gave me a creep vibe. She gave me 
a Liam creepy vibe. Like, okay, maybe they are really related because right. her response like that's my brother, and then her face just gave me evil. I'm sorry. <laughs> was it? But was it really my brother? I'm secretly in love with him, even though we might be related. It's only a half sibling, so it's Ooh, okay. Do you think it's? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Nasty. And it's not. Like, and here's the thing: it's not like he needs her for money. Yeah. Because after 200 years, I'm pretty sure you have a pretty healthy bank account. Yeah. And you don't need money because you'll You're just kill people kill if they people. won't give yeah. you your frappuccino. So it's okay. <laughs> But, and you don't live forever, so you yeah. need money to survive. Anyways. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And at first, I thought when they were going into that DNA conversation, I was like, oh my god, he's secretly like her grandpa or something. But he's like way past grandpa. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's so weird. But I will say, I didn't see that coming though. I didn't either. So that that was that was like, whoa! I think Cat was just as surprised as we were. She was like, no, he's a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Beasties, do you guys think that he's going to be taken down by the end of the season? Will he go into the next season? I'm hoping he's gone. Yeah. But then what What will we be faced with in season three? I mean, season, season four. four. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, I don't know. Okay. Oh, we got some predictions. Well, we should save that. Let's save our predictions. Um, okay. Did I miss any? Beasties, this is your opportunity. Join in the conversation. If there's anything that I happen to miss on my list of bullet points to go down please by all means shout me out right now at boys and beauty 01 hashtag abtv batb and while you guys are sending me your tweets i will take two seconds to tell you guys once again to please check out my youtube channel Ding. That's my halo. <laughs> Boys in Beauty with Ali Kona, because y'all know I like to talk about sexy hot men and give y'all beauty tips. Janice, Janice was very kind enough to, to give me a nice compliment on my eye makeup. It is a lot of different shades of gray. Wink, wink. It's gorgeous. Uh, that was the oh. first thing I saw. When oh, well, I, thank when you. I saw but you know, hey. this, this Sunday, because every Sunday I let out an episode, mm -hmm. um, I will be doing a tutorial on this eye makeup because I will be highlighting 50, 50 shades of gray star Jamie Dor I don't ever say his name like right Dor I want to say Dorian it's not Dordan you guys, I suck. I'm a sucky host. Okay, let's that move on. That just means tune in, guys. Yeah, that just yes, means watch in. it on Sunday, <laughs> and then I'll teach you how to do all this, because it's it's not that hard. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I give you guys a nice long break. I yammered, so that way I can get some tweets in, see, and make sure that I didn't miss anything you want me to talk about. Ooh, ooh. Carrie Bear 09 says that Liam's bark is bigger than his bite. Ooh, ooh. He, he definitely seemed a bit more human-y. Is, if, if, that's not a word, but he we'll seemed <laughs> a little bit more human-y in this episode. And the only reason I say that is because I felt like he really enjoyed the companionship of Vincent. I feel like so many years have passed since his, the highlight, I guess you would say, of his life mm -hmm. that it was nice for him to actually have a friend that can relate to... You know, not that he was super... But you know what I mean? I mean, like, 200 years on this earth, like, you've seen people come and go. <laughs> Seriously. So... I mean, it gets, I'm pretty sure it gets lonely. Of course. You know? So. But to be able to connect with somebody who is, again, a beast. beast and just that be is, yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, straight up, he can have conversations, telepathy, and not even have to talk. So then let me ask you this. Do you think if Vincent were really to be like, okay, let's do this bromance thing, forget Kat. <laughs> do you think that, you know, 
he would leave all of them alone. Liam would just kind of live his life and just be bros with with uh, yeah, because he has no reason to be up in Catherine's business or JT. He even said in his mind, he's like JT's dying, so I really have no use for him. I don't care. He really doesn't care that much about Cat. It's not like he has a secret love or attraction to him. That's or him her that's to me very blatant his sole interest is in vincent and i think that if he could get vincent to crusade the world with him he would just be as happy as a peach oh i agree <laughs> you know i have a friend my best oh. friend that's my best yeah. friend okay. yeah exactly it's either that or it's i'm it's either that or i'm trying to lure vincent in with this Friendship, and eventually I'm just going to kill him again because of revenge. You are related to Alistair, who stole my woman. And since I can't kill Alistair 800 times again, I'll just kill you or torture you or something. That's <laughs> the only other possible thing I could think of. True. Well, Carabare09 has another question for us. She's she's asking, speaking of Liam living forever, do we think that Vincat can destroy him unlike ancestors? I think so yes and i'm curious to see how that i didn't see the gem coming back that was a blast from the past that you, went whoa okay do you think liam should know about the the gem right after 200 years i hope so <laughs> uh but he d- may not necessarily know that they have it in their possession oh, there you go so if there's a way they can use it but the thing is is if they use it on liam vincent can't be around that's so true. then it'll then be up to Catherine and, and tess, tess JT, uh, jt and heather I mean, there you go Sick Heather on him. She's an unsus- <laughs> unsuspecting individual. Yeah, and I think she's so over this entire situation. She can handle it. <laughs> she, yeah. She's like, I'm just ready for all of this to just be over with. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Either way, Basties, I think it's time that we start getting into our news and gossip. Oh, did you want to say something? Okay. All right. So, Beasties, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm always shouting out saying, send me your art. I want to showcase and I want to feature you. So this is your time to shine during our news and gossip. So up on our screen first, we have an Italian Beastie that has sent us our artwork. Now, here's the thing. I like this is Annalisa and... It's cool because she takes the time out to draw stuff in pencil and not knocking graphic artists. Love the graphic artists, but I think it's also cool when people go back old school, you know, a little cartoon action. I like that she put the colors of the Italian flag in there, so that's pretty cute. Very cute. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to our next one. I'm getting all these tweets now. All right. There should be at the very bottom of that somewhere, Stephen. Oh, it's Caro who did that. C-A-R-O. Um, this is just a fun montage. If you really pay attention to it, it's just a bunch of really passionate, sexy stuff that I've been talking about this episode about how we <laughs> haven't been seeing that. That is on this picture. Okay, let's go to our next picture. This I just thought was really funny. At Calpac, nice job. I do believe this is your artwork. Beauty and the Beast, if you really play close attention... Can I talk tonight? I can talk. <laughs> Pay close attention. She's put all the heads and faces of people on on this particular shot. Sorry, you know what, podcasters, iTuners, take a moment to go back and watch us on YouTube because when you do, you can see all these fabulous pictures. We also stream live. That's how everyone's being a part of the conversation. Okay, next. I like this one, too. This is a cool poster with Catherine, who's got a gun to her forehead. Not at her forehead. Um, in, in the city behind her. It's very... I like this. It's yes. Like- um, okay, let's move on. Oh, okay, so at Carrie Barrow 9 is always featuring her artwork. You know, she's on... Was it Zazzle? Are you on T? You're on T Republic too. I don't know if you're still on Zazzle, but these are you can always tweet her at Carrie Bear 09 and she puts together all these lovely pieces that you can wear amongst other FADT artists. So check them out online. Going on. 
I don't know where the accent likes to creep in from. It just happens. It's probably not even close to legit. This one is also another one from Annalisa. That is her Aww, JT and Tess. Gee, I love that he even still has his little like little freckly marks on his. Yeah, it's adorable. Okay, and it says Austin Bases, King of Beasties. <laughs> okay, and our next montage. Do I have a name of an artist attached to that, Stephen? I'm sorry, you guys. The art's a little far away from me, so I can't see the names. Vivian Vox. There we go. And I don't even think Vivian Vox knows that I grabbed her artwork. So if you're watching this <laughs> or if you know Vivian Vox, let her know that she Shout was featured on our show. And then this one is also being sold online by at Carrie Bear 09. It's a nice little water cantina. For those summer hot days, when you want to cool off and stare at Vincent, you can do that. Okay, moving on. This one's really cool, too. I love it. Um, if you are listening, it's Vincent and Kat back-to-back, and it's like they're coming apart from the bottom up, if that makes sense. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's... It, uh, do I have a name for this one, too? Somewhere on there, there should be a uh, Twitter handle. Oh, Kel underscore pack. Yes, Kel pack. Dude, your stuff is really good. P.S. By the way, <laughs> keep it moving. Do we have anything else this evening? No. Nope. Okay, that's it. So, Beasties, if you are not featured tonight, have no fear. You can continue to send me your artwork on Twitter by DMing me your Twitter. Oh, don't DM me your Twitter. Um, DM me your images, please, and I can feature them. Or if there's just something cool, maybe you found a really awesome video clip online that I haven't caught yet, you're welcome to send me a link, and I will feature it on the show. Okay. All right, so that wraps news and gossip. Let's get into some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh, that's new. new one. Like okay. new, fancy. Okay. I like it. Well, I, I miss the disco lights, but that's okay. I can party without them. All right. So, predictions, why don't you start since you have your Twitter pulled up and I have to type in my password. Okay, we have a couple before I get into my prediction. Um, okay, so, duh, duh, duh. Billie Jean Girl 18 predicts that Liam is going to be hard to kill for being 200 years old, but Vincent will kill him. Mm, okay. I mean, I think the supernatural thing makes him hard to kill, too. Yes, 200 years of wisdom, but also superpowers? Yeah. That's yeah. double tough. You know what? I'm, I'm going to piggyback off of that and, and start with something that we just talked about a few minutes ago, which I was saying the gemstone. I don't know who dresses Heather. No offense, fashionistas, but the shaggy shag with the big clunky jewelry. And I'm, some, I'm like, what are you wearing? However, <laughs> because she has that awesome, crazy, I don't know what's going on style, she could rock that gemstone right on her chest there and be go. like, hey, Liam, <laughs> what's going on? And he'll be like, yeah. And he'll be done. Okay, that's, that's, I like that dad. <laughs> just shimmy. Just, just shimmy. shimmy. Okay. okay. Um, Billie Jean Girl also has another prediction. She predicts that Liam has something to do with Alistair and Rebecca in the past. Well, yeah, we know that. Okay. Yes. Um, Empress Beastie says, I predict Bob will be the one who helps Vincat kill Liam. I think Bob, Bob will sacrifice himself to do it. Didn't Bob, Bob die? Died. Yeah. I mean, unless somebody resurrects Bob, mm-hmm. it's quite possible. Okay, and do we have... Zelly309, you were the one who actually gave me the prediction that I just gave out about the whole brain... Well, I said brain expansion, and and she was the one who had said uh, that she thought maybe JT was going to be evolving into something super duper. It is a beastie prototype, beastie. Beast prototype gene, so it would be awesome if somehow they could interrupt whatever it's doing to kill him and turn it into something that gives him a superpower, but the type of superpower that maybe is something that Vincent doesn't have. So in their own way, they will complete each other. 
Yeah. I Can I go in, into my prediction now? Yeah. I think that Heather, for some strange reason, that, that last scene with her, Vincent, and Kat, when she was just staring at the computer, I got that she's going to find out a very important piece of information that's going to save all of them. Well, she said, I am a part of that destiny. Well, there you go. So I definitely think that Heather is going to play a huge part in, you know, maybe she might wear the necklace, but I do feel she's going to play a huge right. part in Liam dying. Well, she must have discovered, to make that comment, I am a part of this destiny, she must have discovered herself somewhere, somewhere. in that story yeah, and she hasn't told lineage. us yet. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that wraps up tonight's show. BCs, thank you so much for those of you who joined us to live stream tweet. We really appreciate it. Co-host, thank you. I'm Ali Conor Bradford. Make sure to catch us next week for another exciting episode of Beauty and the Beast. And don't forget to follow me at Boys and Beauty 01. And you guys follow me on all social media at Janisha underscore Miss VI. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.